Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I actually want to tie this in because last, uh, and guys, you, if you want to take a, take a minute here to recharge, you can do that. But I want to tie this into the message around vision builders because it's really important. My wife preached such an amazing message on Father's Day. Was that last week? Was it only a week ago? Yeah, it was only last week. Wow. On Father's Day. If you have not listened to that message, you need to podcast it. She released a word. And, I, and I've just been, it's been percolating in me. Her word has been percolating in me. And, and I, I want to amen it because I believe it's the season that we're in. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to, I'm going to ride her coattails. She released, but I'm going to ride her coattails. And, and it's been percolating in me what God is doing. And obviously, crescendoed on Friday. Yeah. See, God is looking to raise up a standard. The Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood... And who could agree that I think in the last couple of years, it feels like the enemies come in like a flood. Yeah. There is so much confusion and brokenness and, right. and secular humanism being pumped out right now. Yes. People are broken. They're confused. They're hurting. You know, yesterday, as I said, we went to the rodeo and I had, uh, God's just been wrecking me this week. That's all I can say. I'm like, I'm an emotional train wreck more than usual. Um, <laughs> But we were stopped at a light, and there was this, this uh, lady, you know, asking for money, and she was an older lady, and, you know, I, I, I give her a dollar, and my son said, Dad, why'd you give her money? I said, well, she's, she doesn't have a home, and she needs help, and he said, was that enough money to buy a house? <laughs> and I, you know, he's, his perspective... <laughs> And, I, and, you know, I said, no, son, it's not. And it got me, it, it rattled me. It got me thinking about, you know, there's always this mix. God, I don't just want to give people a fish. I want to teach them how to fish. I don't want to just give a, a charitable handout. I want to break the cycle that brought them to this place. And it was like God gave me a Holy Spirit download. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Get ready, get ready. He gave me a Holy Spirit download, and he showed me, you know, he talks to me. He says, son, this was generational. Her parents were broken and lied to by the enemy, and they broke and lied to her through that hurt and, and trauma, and that trauma got passed down to her, and then she made choices out of that trauma that were the wrong choices that have led her to this place where there's no friends or family that could pick her up, and she has to pedal on there, and I, just, and I said, God, that, that, this breaks my heart, and he said, that's why I gave you the church. The church exists not just to feed the hungry, but to break generational lies from the enemy, the deception of the enemy that leads people down to the life of destruction. We're fixing generations. The church was always meant to shape culture. We were never meant to sit in the back and stay quiet and sell used clothes. 
That was not God's intention. We are meant to change culture. America has seen centuries of prosperity because it was founded on biblical principles and we slapped right on our dollar bill in God we trust and we have seen the blessing and there's generations that take it for granted and think that, that it's not God's favor, it is. And the further that the society and culture drifts away from the truth of God, the worse things get. And the church was always meant to be like Aaron when a plague was going through Israel. And Moses said, run and make atonement. And he says he ran and he held up the atonement and he stood between death and life, the Bible says. He stood between heaven and hell and said, stop. We need God. We need the truth. So listen, church, do not be intimidated. If you're on social media, you celebrate the decision that was made on Friday with Roe v. Wade. You celebrate. It's time for the church to stop being intimidated under the guise of, of compassion. Compassion only means something if there's a truth. We celebrate. We don't attack, but we celebrate when truth is glorified. And then when people ask questions... We bring truth with love. The Bible says that God sits on mercy and truth. Mercy and truth. You do not give mercy if you hide the truth. You do not give mercy if there is no truth. Well, you say, well, what if somebody had an abortion? Then we talk to them. And we tell them that every single one of us came in here as a sinner and a violator of God's law. We all have sinned. Come on, I'll raise my hand first. I have done terrible things in my sin. Things that I don't deserve his grace and goodness, but he gives it to me and I am washed clean. No more. It doesn't haunt me. But for too long, for too long, a secular humanist society has lied to mamas that are scared and said, this will fix it. And we have held too many people in our pastoral care system who are broken and hurting because they were lied to. And now they're filled with regret and shame. Because you can't take that. You can't, you can tell them all you want. It's, it's us who has to clean up the mess because the culture's lying to them. It's the church that has to clean up the mess of a lying culture. Whoo, I'm... I'm <laughs> Hold me back, Pastor Vince. <laughs> we're not going to throw people to the curb. But we're going to, while we love and heal those who were tricked and lied to by the enemy, who were deceived, who, who there's a pattern of deceiving. It's not like just one day, miraculously, there's only one person who miraculously woke up and was pregnant, right? That was Mary. Everyone else... There's choices that a secular humanist society has told them will make them happy. And God had an intention with marriage. He said, when you get married and you're in covenant, then you have a sexual relationship. And that's how you'll be satisfied. And that's how you won't get hurt. And that's how you won't get burned. And then a society tells lies and tricks people. And then they're hurt and then they're burned. And then we say, hey, to cover up one sin, let's add another on top. And hear me. If you know anybody, we all do. Uh, like I said, we, 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 we have 
prayed and shown God's mercy and grace and forgiveness. There is no judgment in my voice, but I am sick and tired of a society that lies to people and says there's no consequences for not following God's way of doing things. Why do I say all that? Why do I say all that? Because in this season, the miraculous is happening. The church is rising, but God needs an Elijah church. It is the moment that he needs an Elijah church. When the secular humanist principles that lead people to pain and suffering are raging right now, mostly peaceful protests, escalating to somewhat. When the world is raging, God is looking for a church that will stand up and believe in his power, that is willing to even sacrifice on the, on the expectation that his power will fall. It's an Elijah moment. Because God has now silenced the voice of the land. When something is, a, is in a federal law, it's like, a, it's like an echo that, that reigns over the land. But now, that voice has been broken. Just like Elijah shut up the mouths of the prophets of Baal. In one day, his fire fell, and then he said, throw him off the cliff. Listen to my wife's message. We're part of it is we're meant to terminate the lies of the enemy in culture. And so the voice has been silenced. But now, make no doubt about it, just like Elijah, Jezebel will rage. She'll scream and holler and make threats. But as a church, we've got to rise. We've got to build campuses on every corner that are willing to speak the truth and the love of Jesus. The grace, the grace of Jesus. We cannot come to him repentant of sins if there, if there is no truth. So it's an Elijah moment. The church is rising up. As I was praying over this word today, 1 Kings 18.41, if you can put it up on on the screen. This is Elijah right after the event. And what happens after the the fire fell? says this, Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up and eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. There is a sound of abundance of rain. Understand that at this time in in history, Israel had departed so far from God. There was crazy stuff going on. Child sacrifice, uh, eunuchs running around, temple prostitutes. It was just, it was gender confusion. Everything was, was wild. It was crazy. And in the midst of that, Elijah says, I hear the sound of rain. The drought is about to break. The drought is about to break. I'm telling you, God wants to break the drought in your life so that there's a beacon of hope. He wants to increase the church. Show his kindness to his children so that the world goes, you know what? I've tried it this way, and it sucks. But I look at my neighbor, Vincent Becca Craig. I look at my neighbor, Jason Lindsay Porter. I look at my neighbor, Shy and Grant, and I say, what are they on? Because I was at their barbecue last week, and nobody seemed to be off their rocker, but they are happy. Why is that? What's going on? Hey, they just bought that new house. How'd they, what, what's going on? Hey, they seem to, to really care and genuinely care about people. What's going on? I felt like this, this Psalms right here, Psalms 85, 6 through 13, encapsulates the moment. I want, I want you to take this 
those of you who are going to invest in vision builders, I want you to take this Psalms to heart because there's a turning, there's a shift going on. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Thank you that he sent Jesus. He's done that. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people and to his saints, but let them not turn back to folly. Come on, let's not, let's, let's stop with the, with the joke that it's hurt speech to speak the truth in love. Let's stop with the joke that we have to pander to an agenda for a whole month. We don't hate anybody. We do not hate anybody. We don't judge anybody. But we're not going to be intimidated to say there's a way that is good and a way that is better. And you can say your truth, my truth, but there is only one truth. There is only one truth. There is no my truth, your truth. There is one truth, and there's a hurting world that keeps getting smacked up against the wall because they're being lied to. I'm not hurtful. I'm compassionate. My heart breaks because the devil lies to people. My heart breaks when churches are afraid to hurt feelings and don't give the truth. My heart breaks. Someone told me the truth. I came to Jesus with one of the most savage scriptures ever. It was Revelations 3. You're neither hot nor cold. I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Little, whoa. <laughs> Literally, I was at camp because there were cute girls there. Married one of them. And I was like, but I, that scripture came, I was like, whoa. Okay, you have my attention, Lord. And, and behind being... Not lukewarm was nothing but God's goodness and blessing and favor. And I'm so glad that somebody wasn't as scared, too, too afraid to offend me. Wow. To tell a dumb high schooler, and that's not a knock on high schoolers, all high school boys, our brains are not fully developed. Just know that. <laughs> there's, a, there's any high school girls in here? Just know. They'll get there. But... The frog is still a frog. He ain't a prince yet. He's figuring it out. But somebody had the courage to tell me the truth. Let me finish this scripture. Go back where we were, guys. Let's not go back to any folly. There we go. Back to folly. Next one. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. The glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. Now watch what happens. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and the righteousness shall look down from heaven. It's Jesus. Yes, the Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. Come on, let your land yield its increase. God wants that. God wants that for his people. Beloved, I pray you prosper even as your soul prospered, John said. God wants to see the land, your land increase. So back to Elijah. He heard the sound of rain. In case, spoiler alert, if you haven't read it and you wanted to read it for yourself, it rained. It rained a lot. But first he saw it, he heard it. 
He heard the word and he activated. Today we have an opportunity to bring an offering to honor God. It's, it's for honor. That's the reason we come up here. It's, it's to honor him. To say, God, I want to sow into the kingdom. The kingdom. I'm sowing into, I'm honoring you with this gift. You know what happened with Elijah when he was going to call down fire and transform and break, the, break not only the yoke of the, of the lies of Jezebel, but also break the drought over his people? You know what he required first? A sacrifice. Not just the bull. The bull didn't cost anybody anything. The bull was just rich. That's what you did. That's what you sacrificed. Call the bull the tithe if you want, whatever it is. But then there was, in a drought, he said, bring me 12 massive jugs of water. Water. Why? I, I've asked God that. Why? I mean, I mean, it's like, it's already pretty impressive. Like, to get my attention... If fire fell from heaven and consumed something and melted all the rocks and consumed everything, water or no water, you'd have my full attention. The H2O factor was not like, whoa, now that, that must have been the Lord. Because there was, it was, that was wet. No, 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 no. It's principle modeled all throughout the Bible, starting even with Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Abel brought a sacrifice. The first fruit. And God said, it's good. Cain brought the leftovers. And then he got offended. He didn't see the mark of heaven on his life. Today is an opportunity to honor God. Not a pressure, but an opportunity for us to say, hey, I'm going to sow into this kingdom. And I want, church, I want you to go into that expectant that his fire is going to fall and that you are going to see increase in your land. We can bring the band up here. You're going to see increase in the land. You know, the Bible says that actually God wants that of us, that he wants us to come expectant that he is a rewarder. That's actually a command in the New Testament, by the way, that we should expect that he rewards our behavior. That your land would yield increase. Your righteousness will go before them and they shall, you shall make their footsteps our pathway. That's the end of that Psalms. Today is an awesome day to honor and celebrate God. Yeah. I, I, I'm blown away by what God has done already in the first service and this week with people pledging. And what makes me so excited is I see the growth in our people. I see people step into faith as I know what they're stepping into. I know what trusting God looks like. I know what honoring God looks like in people's world. And I'm telling you, God wants to do a move in this city and he wants to mark his children. It says that, he, that the church is his bride. The building is, is important. The house of God is important. It's what encapsules, but you are the church. You are the church. I'm the church. The people of God, marked by heaven. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com. 
or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.